0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Um, we've been looking at what's happening in Europe and the number of cases, particularly in places like Italy and France, where extreme measures have been taken to stop the spread or at least try to stop the spread of COVID-19. A bit later on in this program, we are going to talk to a chef in Italy. He has been in self-isolation in his apartment in rome for several days we'll find out how things are going and what he is seeing on the ground right now though let's check in with redmond shannon he is the european uh, europe correspondent for global news and joins us uh, now redmond thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us good morning Jill. Uh, what is happening as far as new measures that are taking place uh, in europe to fight this uh, virus
1: Well, the British government, within the last couple of hours, have come out, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and has finally done what almost every other government in Europe has done already, and that is to close schools. Uh, The British government was facing a lot of criticism for uh, what some said was dragging its feet on this measure, although the British government said it was based on science, that it didn't want to take certain measures too early, because... They had limited effect and that there would be fatigue from these happening. However, this move came from London, the British government that will go across the UK from Friday. And it came after the devolved governments within the UK of Wales and Scotland made these moves earlier this morning. So they took it into their own hands, uh, like provinces perhaps would do in Canada and, and said, we're doing it and uh, London came out then and said well it's across the UK so that then covers England and Northern Ireland as well come Friday and there is no return date for the time being so once schools close here in the UK on Friday then there's uh, no return however there are exceptions and that is to uh, vulnerable students as they put it and children of key workers so healthcare staff in the UK delivery workers who work in the food industry police emergency services workers and some other workers which have yet to be detailed, but the children of those people who need to work during this crisis will be taken care of in school. They may not be educated necessarily, but they will. it will act in some ways as a daycare. So finally, the UK is matching its neighbours, either side of it, in closing schools down. And uh, the steps that still haven't been taken, of course, in the UK are closing down uh, restaurants and bars and other major businesses which have closed in in Ireland, in France, in Spain, in Italy, of course, Uh, the UK doing things a little later than most countries in Europe. But it continues to say from the British government level, Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his chief scientist and chief medical officer say it's based on the science and the strategy that they wish to pursue.
0: Uh, Interesting, because uh, I know there has been some criticism or at least some questioning as to uh, the delay or those decisions being made, like you said, uh, that have already been made in some other areas. Uh, It sounds very similar to what we saw yesterday in B.C. with the schools and government officials being quick to say the schools aren't closed. What has been suspended is in-class instruction and very much the same group that you just mentioned will still have access to those buildings. Um, How are things as far as the numbers and the testing and what's happening on the medical side? It in the U.K.?
1: Well, in the U.K., the uh, numbers were released today. So the um, the confirmed cases rose from 1,900 to 2,600, and the number of deaths rose from 71 to 104, so a, a, a very significant jump in the U.K. Obviously, the stage that the U.K. is at uh, is nothing compared to Italy. So here in Europe, Italy now is about to overtake and is set to overtake China tomorrow in terms of the, n- the number of deaths. And that is quite remarkable when you consider China it has a population well over a billion. Italy has a population of around 50 or 60 million, just a fraction of China. But there are now, uh, there were 475 new deaths in Italy over the past 24 hours. 319 of those were in the province of Lombardy in the north, where Milan, the, the capital of its capital is Milan. So that province alone had 319 deaths and that's uh, uh, just a remarkable figure. So 2,900 people have died in Italy so far. That's 475 new deaths today. So if it's anything similar tomorrow, it will overtake China, which is quite staggering. And part of the reason for that is that Italy has a very old population. It's only part of the reason, but obviously a great part of the reason too is perhaps how Italy managed this and uh, a lot of questions will have to be answered whenever this crisis ends uh, in Italy, and we're getting perhaps a glimpse into what's going to happen across Europe.
0: Uh, You mentioned as well uh, in the UK, uh, the move hasn't been taken to close restaurants and such. Are people still uh, going out and are they close together and gathering in these public spaces?
1: Uh, The the answer is yes and no. Of course, yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, um, a big day for pubs uh, across the world. Most pubs closed in many countries, but not in the UK. And I've heard anecdotal evidence of people passing pubs with a lot of people, not keeping uh, social distance, not um, keeping a a two-metre distance between them in those bars, as you can imagine, but a lot of bars, uh, anecdotally as well, that I've seen here in London, uh, are virtually empty, um, and and restaurants too. The, our Global News uh, European Bureau here in London is beside a very popular tourist destination, Camden Market, with with uh, dozens and dozens of food stalls, absolutely deserted today. One of the vendors there, uh, as I was bring, cycling into work today, um, said, I'll give you 30% off uh, if you want to come down and get some lunch here. So they are looking for any business they can um, but they are open and they're allowed to open but they have almost no business whatsoever so no no tourists as you can understand because no one's traveling and british people are basically taking it into their own, their own hands for the most part um, are not going out
0: and, and do you get the sense that more measures will be announced? And again, with the with the the UK government now taking that move to stop in-class instruction, uh, to shut down the, the school teaching system, uh, is there any sense that they are going to perhaps at least limit pubs or restaurants or limit these places where it could spread?
1: Well, perhaps where that may happen and is rumoured to happen by one British newspaper is saying that London as a whole is set for lockdown. I must stress that that is just one newspaper reporting that here in, in the UK. But uh, London is said by the government to be a week or two ahead of the curve in terms of the rest of the UK because London is such a dense populous city, an international city that so many people travel to and from, that London has, has seen such a huge concentration of cases relative to the, to the rest of the UK that perhaps if there is a lockdown, then it wouldn't be surprising to see a lockdown in London. And you, of course, have the subway network, the London Underground, would that close? The massive transit system across London, would that be suspended? Pubs and restaurants, supermarkets, these types of things, we don't know yet, but London's um, municipal government here may take as many steps as it can to do something different to the rest of the UK, But uh, we haven't heard anything concrete as yet when it comes to closing businesses like that.
0: All right. It would be uh, quite something to see if that all came uh, to a grinding halt. Uh, Are people, uh, do you think, are they ready for that? Uh, Unfortunately, in B.C., we've seen stockpiling. We've seen people hoarding things like toilet paper. Is anything like that happening there?
1: It's the exact same here. I think it's human nature. I I feel, uh, Jill... (laughs) Part of this is interesting, or the role of the media in this. Obviously, our job is to report what happens. I feel sometimes when we report about this, we encourage it because people see it and then think they should be doing it. Um, When it doesn't need to be done, of course, the supply lines, the food supply, the supply of things like toilet paper, they won't run out. They almost certainly won't run out. The government says they won't, and the industries are domestic here for many things, so they should keep rolling. But I guess in times of crisis humans like to uh, stockpile. And that is an instinct that seems to be absolutely universal. But some supermarkets here, like in Canada, are implementing measures to perhaps help older people get their shopping done in the mornings and to limit the number of items that, that can be sold at a supermarket.
0: All right. Uh, Redmond, will continue to follow along and see what happens there. Thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Jill.